You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Big Sui, presented by DraftKings. Why are you listening to this show? The podcast that seems very similar to the other Dan Levitard podcast. I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> in fact, the only difference seems to be this imaging. I have been tempted in restaurants just walking past tables to grab somebody's fries that if they're just there. That hasn't happened to you guys? I've done it. And now. Here's the marching man to nowhere, fat face, and the habitual liar. He just spent the break yelling at me again. He's just like, why don't you just say, stick it where the bleach don't shine, you idiot. <laughs> like, like, how can you not get one of these endings right? Pam rocks. Fly a bleached asshole. <laughs> just start mixing them all. That's right. I mean, what do you mean start? What do you mean start? Roy has told me during the break. Go f*** your bleach. Whoa, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, always subtle, Stu guys. Sorry. Always got to take it a step further. Could have just left it where it was. Yeah. It was fine. I was ashamed enough. You had to bring your special brand of making me feel more ashamed because <laughs> you can't do subtle. Put it on the poll, please, Juju. Is subtle a tool in the Stu toolbox? No. Uh, Roy, you have told me during the break that this perennium tanning or sunning has six other alleged benefits. Is one of the benefits that that area of your body needs vitamin D? Uh, yes, that, that would be the first one. The other six include improved mood and mental health. Come on. Circadian rhythm regulation, so it helps you sleep, apparently. Uh, natural skin health, enhanced libido and sexual health, balance hormones, and naked grounding balances your nervous system. I need all of that. I'm gonna have to do this. All right then, but I don't believe I don't believe that I can get it that easily. These things that I need, these nutrients that I need to sleep better, to have less stress. Think about what we're saying. You're alleging that the key to mental health is throw your ass up in the air and let it sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I would think that then there's also like not to get too into it, but if you get a sunburn, then it probably has the opposite effect. Right? Well, that's uh, one of the risks. How yes. about this, Billy? You will find this not surprising at all. Thank you, Lewis. For the first time, you know what? Hold on a second. Metal Arc Media needs to be uh, celebrate something here. The internet's forever. Don't mm. do no. Okay. Oh, uh, standing ovation for Lewis. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, 
I mean, Lewis, when, because, I don't know. Yeah, the way that this has been going know, lately, once he stood up, I'm like, I, you, Jesus. I'm a little concerned like that this. he has direct contact to you. <laughs> well, this, yeah. this, this, and I hear him, and I told him to stop that. Uh, well, no, but here. Both is, of us, by the way. Hold on. You guys don't understand what I'm celebrating, and I wish for all of us to All right, standing up. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, very good. Good job, Lewis. What are we clapping for? What are we clapping about? What are we clapping about now? We have been paying video for a long time. I believe we've just reached a seminal moment where video can be helpful. Billy, I'm going to tell you how and why. Because the bit of information I'm about to give Don't you. Don't show a video of someone bleaching their butt. No, I'm going to do that at some point in the show back here. No, no. Bleach your butt? Anything for clicks. Uh. Billy, Lewis just said to me, Tony has done that. Perineum tanning. Tony has done that. It is the first bit of valuable help that I have gotten in my ear from video in two and a half years doing this as I've gone straight to hell crazy <laughs> in front of everyone's ears. And my mental health is decomposed in front of you as I'm trying to get video up to speed on what we're doing because we need to grow as a video company. That historically is the first bit of information that has ever arrived in these ears from video that has been helpful to me doing the show. Right. Way to go, guys. And, and not defense yes. against me doing the show. All right. All right. Now, if only we could get Tony to edit a podcast. Oh, no. Oh, man. Unnecessary. A little inside. Uh, about your bitterness and your resentment, because those two and a half—that's well, a lot inside. <laughs> my mental health has also been affected by yes, Tony, so that Billy doesn't hate you even more than he ever did. Hate is strong. Edit a podcast, yes. Pay some dues on editing a podcast. You can watch Tony do nothing for 15 hours tonight, starting at 5 o'clock, by the way, on the show's YouTube. Tony, get in here. Is he here? Is he he's just not. outside? He's not. He's not, he's he's not here. He's not here. So the yeah. comment wasn't as helpful as you thought because now we can't do anything with it. Oh, let's, that's the best. No, call please, no, let's call him. Get him, Lewis. No, I'm. you think I'm going to let this go, Billy? You I and him really being... hope so. Like a dog in his bone on you, this. You and him being able to make magic together because you don't actually like him and he doesn't actually help you enough? And he's doing a 24-hour I get the YouTube feed tonight because why not? I'm Tony, baby. Why shouldn't I get the feed tonight and just have everybody watch me sleep? I'm That's sexy. Right. YouTube.com slash at Levitard show. Nice. Tony on the air mm -hmm. for the entirety of the night, beginning at 5 o'clock Eastern. Underscore it's circa dash <laughs> loss <laughs> dash let's, Vegas let's dot. Not do that. Although that does uh, allow me, afford me the opportunity. I know that the initial link was not only confusing, but there was also a, a link to purchase GA tickets for the uh, Stadium Swim experience over there. All you have to do if you're a fan of our show is RSVP. You get free entry into Las Vegas. Now, some of you listening to this or watching this right now may have already paid $25. You should be getting refunded from the venue itself. If not, reach out to the venue, and they will be very helpful in uh, ushering that along. We will be at Stadium Swim at Circa Hotel, February 8th and 9th. Reserve your tickets right now at CircaLasVegas.com slash Levitard. We have been blown away by the early signups. Now that there's four teams left, in the NFL playoffs, some of you fans may be having an eye towards Vegas. Please make us a part of your plans because we have been working on this tirelessly, and the venue is insane. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, Stugatz, if I may, because uh, I don't know if everybody here knows it, but this is a considerable expense for us to move our entire team for all their hard work over the last 
uh, you know, two and a half years mm -hmm. to, to be able to move everyone we've got for a week-long party in Vegas that can be disjointed. It's hard to move all of this. Got you have felt whenever I go to Los Angeles or New York by myself, like we move together or we don't move at all and the chemistry gets disrupted. Uh, we are taking everybody to Vegas at considerable expense because we want to reward everybody for the work that they have done here for two and a half years in a startup. And we know our audience is going to catch us wherever it is that we land. And so I will tell you from seeing some of the numbers here that Friday is a giant day because, because people pour into Vegas. Thursday, we also have plenty of people. But if you want to go and have good placement and be near what we're doing, which is unlike anything we've ever done, okay? This isn't South by Southwest. It's not Gramercy. It's our whole crew going to party in Vegas with the people who support us the best. And every time we've done anything that resembles a moss, every single time, the people who are watching what we're doing are like, why didn't I go? I, this is the one I was going to go to. And I'm just telling you that this is the biggest celebration of what we've done in two and a half years. A giant wad of money spent on behalf of the entire company to reward everybody for we want to party with our fans. We want to enjoy the end of Vegas. I don't want to go to the Super Bowl, but the only reason we're doing this, we're not going to do it on Radio Row because that would be an unending misery for me. Well, we are doing it on Radio Row, too. <laughs> I'm not doing it on Radio Row. That's heaven Row. for me. No, that is heaven yeah. for Missy Gill. Fine. Fine. God, Fine. And God yes. bless football. I'm not going. You like it too, Mike. Wingo's I mean, available if you guys I, want him. I've been on Radio Row twice in my career. I do like the hustle and bustle, so but you uh, you guys own it. All right. So uh, Billy and Mad Stugatz, Dog owns it, just so we're clear. Billy and Stu Well, I'd like the goal to be for you to take it from Jim Rome and Mad Dog. Like, I want to arrive in Vegas with a noise. I want God Bless Football to show Russo and Jim Rome. No, you're not boss here anymore on Radio Row. Stugatz is boss now of the most cliched, trite, commercialized horror <laughs> event in the history of sports. I can't wait. It's been very helpful, so we thank them. Is that a son behind you? No. See, now you gave Lewis a compliment. Oh, no. And now he's putting things behind you so you can literally sun your asshole on, on the internet, well, which is forever. Don't don't follow this. Not you, according to Peter King. You can say right now, given how the last two and a half years have gone for me, that he is sunning an asshole right now <laughs> by just putting that sun over me. Billy, where are we with Tony doing this? Because it's the most it's the most predictable and most obvious thing that Tony has done perennium tanning. I, 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 he's a mystery to me. I don't quite understand him. I don't understand what he does. He, I know he's doing, I think, 5 o'clock until tomorrow morning. He's going to be there live. I got a text doing this morning. Doing what, though? I don't know. I think they're just, I think, best as I understand is, him and Mike Fuentes are going to be here hanging out, and there's going to be a live camera, and you can all watch right, that. All right, let, all right, listen to me. Okay, this is what I'm tired of around here. Okay, And I got a text this morning saying, hey, I'm not coming in. I need you to handle the podcast. And I was like, lovely. All right, listen to me. This, like, Can someone get control over something around here? Fuentes is dying to be on television, and he'll do so even if there's not a mic around. So we're doing Truman Show tonight. Yeah. And Tony and Fuentes, who are not quite that entertaining when they're talking, are now going to try and entertain people while not talking? Hey, hey, no, that's hey, mean. Hey, mean. Hey, 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 hey. Mean. Very mean. False. Tone is bad. Yes. I, for one, am very thankful that they're doing this. That's a fine, it's not an assignment anybody else wants. Five bucks. It's not an assignment anyone else wants. I also, just like I'd like to try to clear up what you're saying them trying to entertain people without a microphone on. I asked Tony, what do you have planned? And he said nothing. So he's not trying to entertain people. There's just going to be a camera That's on. great. You get 24 hours of a valuable YouTube feed. What do you have planned? Nothing. 
All right, great. I think they said they were going to play video games. Oh, it's great. People want to be a fly and on the wall. eat dinner. Experience great. life. Great. That Sleep on sure the couch. No better way great. to experience life than hopping on YouTube.com slash app Levitard Show and watching two other people without microphones. We did have a feed one time just focusing at the street with the promise of aliens. Well, so that's There were a lot of people watching that. Here I can guarantee you'll see two aliens. Why are you laughing right in my face again? I'm just waiting to see how you close out this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Spread eagle, probably. Do you not understand why I'm frustrated by what Tony and Fuentes are doing? They're going to work. Of course I do. You shouldn't be frustrated by this. This is all good. This yeah. is all very good. Mm -hmm. How are we going to entertain? This it's is, something. It's, all right. It's on them. No, but here's <laughs> better than nothing. Yeah. This is what I will say to you guys. Our standard for these things is really sky high. Most of these watch-alongs is usually just people sitting on couches doing nothing except going, whoa! There's also like TikToks of people like generate actual salaries where people just watch them take naps. So maybe that's the lane they're going for. Uh, you never know what kind of kinky freaks are out there in yeah. our YouTube audience just waiting for a little glimpse of gotcha. <laughs> if Tony bends down, shows a little ass crack, you've made steak sauce's day. And mine. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm simply stuck, okay, on the idea of that is valuable real estate. If you have 15 hours on it, you have to do something that is planned to entertain people because they give us no greater gift than watching these stupidities that we do every day. We were in my father's ear yesterday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just wait till Tony and Fuentes do something that you have to apologize for. Though. Well, that's what's going to happen. You never, this is what I'm saying. What have we planned? Nothing except something that ends us. This is what I'm saying. It's not smart. Go bleach your kite pound sand. <laughs> what? What? Howdy, folks. It's Mike Ryan. And as you know, you're probably a sports fan. You know it's playoff time. And you probably have a team that you want to root on. And maybe you're like me and you're not a season ticket holder. So you miss the first crack at getting tickets. So what do you do? You check the secondary market. Well, let me tell you about my best friend in that secondary market because I've tried them all and no one's as good as game time. The only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You get to see the view from your seat on your phone before you buy the tickets. All in pricing shows your total cost up front, so there are no surprises. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Telling you folks, this is a personal endorsement from me. I was using Game Time long before they joined us, and I'm so happy they're with us so I can preach the good word. Trust me, folks, Game Time, that is what you need. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DAN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Don Lebatard. Well, Charlie sent, uh, Charlie had this, Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's title in my Are you going to say anything? Stugatz. Uh, how, how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how, your upbringing how, 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 had how much Chewbacca in it? This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. Fresh off a victory of Thursday Thunder. I think it was a weekend edition of that. But either way, we're 1-0 in our last one. Nice. Three-leg parlay, Pacheco cash by going over 14.5 yards, or 14.5 carries on the final carry. Yeah, Juju mm. crafted that. So let's hopefully, well, hopefully here we have another winner. Uh, Thursday Thunder is presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Yeah. 
Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code DAN because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Here's what Juju cooked up. Yeah. Two huge playoff games. One destination Mm. to be there in person at Stadium Swim. Yeah. For weekend observations. That is, that is the prize that everyone's eyeing. Uh, We're doing that we'll, live on a Thursday or a Friday? Seriously, we got, we'll have Vegas observations. Yes. 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 Already started working on it. Really? We haven't even yes. gotten to Vegas yet. <laughs> yes. okay. What do you mean? Vegas is Vegas, Dan. It doesn't yeah. change. But yeah. What do you mean? I don't understand. You haven't observed anything yet. <laughs> you I've been there plenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no doubt, Rashad Bateman will be thinking he wants to be there at Stadium Swim when he goes over 23 and a half yards. I like this one, Juju. I really do. The whole I'll, thing? You I'll like the whole you, thing? Yeah, I like this whole thing. I think Juju's got a winner here responsibly. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, over 13 and a no. half yards. Yeah, no, listen, I've lost $300 there. No, all I need is a catch from him. I've lost every time I've made the bet. He's always at plus 17 and a half yards. He never gets it. He's due. <laughs> 13 and a half yards. It keeps going down because he's been 18 and a half and 17 and a half all season and he stinks. Now, this one we should hit, especially if what they're saying is true about so the weather conditions. He's getting mad. He's cost me $300 in those shitty $50 prop bets. Every time I go over on him. Are, yeah. you, are you saying he's never covered an over? Not one. <laughs> I need one catch possible. He's certainly got one this season. I'm watching. I am watching games rooting only for him to have a catch for 19 yards. He had 62 yards last week. I didn't bet him oh, last really? week. Really? I'm done with him. The good news is you're virtually guaranteed at least one drop back where Mahomes looks his direction. Yes. Whether or not he brings it down is another uh is another thing. Now, the, the the weather conditions are actually shaping up for this last leg. We had success last week uh, with the Pacheco rushing attempts over, and we're closing out this three-leg parlay with another rushing attempt over. David Montgomery over 10.5 rushing attempts. So, if the Lions are in that game in the second half, we should hit that. Or if it's sloppy, like it's angling for right now, we should hit that too. David Montgomery over 10.5 rushing attempts to close our Thursday Thunder. For those of you who may not be as familiar with gambling, a three-team parlay pays a good deal of money, and Juju hit his last one. We've had a lot of losers, but now that Juju's in charge, Juju is not a loser, and it's a good person to put in charge of that. Amin and Charlotte are with us now, uh, and their show... Talk about losers. Speaking of losers, Oddball, you're coming from doing Oddball, which is every day except for Monday. What is it that you talked about the most? What is it that people should be going there to find that they cannot find anywhere else you know dan today on oddball we talked about the lies coming from the milwaukee bucks organization and if not lies then just an inability to say it with their chest Mm. what they did and why they fired adrian griffin and replaced him with doc rivers a lot of hedging going on charlotte had a great line today about when you feel something or you do something you just say it you don't have to keep 
explaining and bringing extra kind of context to it. Because the more you do it, the more you seem like <laughs> Leslie Nielsen in Airplane, with your nose just growing and yes, growing and growing. I'm familiar with that. As you tell everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Over-explaining is yeah. bad, yeah. Oh, yeah, you just just say it, right? Better to keep your lies with fewer details? I disagree with that. No. I think the de I think a lie no, no, needs no. more details. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying a lie. I'm saying, so the Bucks organization, they fire Adrian Griffin, and then, and a lot of it, we talked about this yesterday, how Amin and I were saying, like, well, he lost the locker room. Room. The reason that he's not there is because it wasn't working, but because people didn't trust him. So then John Horst, the Bucks GM, comes out and is like, oh, it didn't have anything to do with what the players were saying. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. And Giannis is like, I was surprised. I was surprised. And it's like, <laughs> if you're going to do it, just say it. Just be like, yeah, it wasn't working. And then move on. You don't have to say a lot. Just stand by what you All did. All right. I, I was just having a different conversation with you guys with Lucy. during. I, I was not listening to you two yeah, talk. Yeah, I noticed, I'm, Dan. Nope. All right. So I'm going to admit something <laughs> here. Box. It, but I want, I want people to know what just happened here. Because I just asked. Lucy, I just asked her away from you guys. What is the best way to lie? And this was her answer with a lot of details. She was whispering it to me with a lot of details. And then she stops and it's like with no details. So she, she Good. Lucy, Good job, Lucy. Yeah, I don't understand what just happened because I think it's best to lie with a lot of details. No, then no she's right. Liar, Dan. I misunderstood lie. the question originally. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I changed my answer. I feel like that's allowed, and I think the best way to lie is without details because the more details you use, the more likely you're going to get caught. Also, it's like, hey, you're trying to convince me of something. If you just say it like not a lot with it, I'm not going to think you're lying. Yeah. I'm just saying you have an expert sitting to your left. Yeah. You can ask him. Why would you ask Lucy? I already said, just be yeah, efficient with you your lie. No, yes. but I, because he doesn't lie well. Mike Ryan says correctly, it's the most honest relationship he has. I always know when he's lying. And he's the not, problem is I give too many details. Stugatz That's is not a good liar. Yes. He's just a liar. No, he's not volume good. I'm a detailed liar. Yes. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's experienced, though. He's not good, but he's experienced. Mm -hmm. and so, the, so in that experience comes some expertise. A veteran. Yeah. Yes. Well, do we believe the Milwaukee Bucks to be lying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What what evidence do you have? Oh, that they video. Gave way too the much dancing detail, video. and then they danced. <laughs> yeah, like by the way, which was posted by who? Charlotte? The Milwaukee Bucks account tweeted that out. The official that wasn't Bucks like account. a fan video. The Bucks were like, ha, we're, like, like, like did the, were the social media people that annoyed with Adrian Griffin too? It's They're dancing on his grave. I, I literally thought of two different things. I thought of the end scene of Return of the Jedi when the Ewoks were celebrating. And I also thought about Wizard of Oz when the Munchkins were celebrating the death of the Wicked Witch. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Sing it high. Sing it low. Ding dong, the Wicked Witch is dead. That's what they're doing that right there. That is let me, let me explain to the audio audience only what we're presently witnessing because it is a ceremony, it's a ceremony ritual dance of some sort that there is fire in the background uh, and this is, and this team won a championship, the happiest you have ever seen the Milwaukee Bucks. They are, uh, Brooke Lopez has never looked that not stoic. Brooke Lopez has never been this happy to have anyone removed from his life. There is genuine joy from the Milwaukee Bucks because their coach has been fired after 43 games. That video is staggering as proof. Cameron Payne is my favorite because he's like the ringleader of, hey, guys, dancing, that's kind of my thing. Everyone get behind me. We're going to do this. And everyone's just following along in this crazy train of celebration. But no, no, it had nothing to do with the, how the players felt. Like, come, come on, on, dude. We no. can see it. So there was another part which did not come out or it, it was not reported 
because it's something that happened earlier in the year. But apparently, John Horse Dog is named after Adrian Griffin. And that led me down two very, very stark paths. Path number one, why would you say that, man? That just sounds so dumb. But two, I don't want you to name your pet after me. That's an insult. Your pet? Put it on the no. poll at Levitard Show. No. I think it's an honor. Put it on. An honor? Let's no. see. At no, Levitard no, no, no. Show. Having a pet named after you, is it an insult or an honor? I had a cat once. His name was Schmitty. He died. But we named him after Bill Smith, the Islanders goalie. Okay, I mean, sport, sport, here. It's a tribute to Billy Smith. I, I think mean. there's a difference. Yes. You can name, like, every dog in the New England region right now, every golden retriever is named Tatum. Oh, I thought he was a Brady. Or Brady. Yeah. But they, they are starting to, unfortunately, pass away at this point. Oh. Um, I do think, though, wow. that there's a wave of, that you can trace a wave of sports heroes based on animal names. I think it's different. If you name a dog after someone you know personally. Someone you know. Like John Horst. John Horst. His dog's name was Otis. And this is according to Ramona Shelburne and Jamal Collier at ESPN. His dog's name was Otis. Then he got into an elevator with Adrian Griffin and was like, actually, you know what? My dog's name is Griff. That's what I'm talking about. We're not talking about, <laughs> Stugas, I'm not talking about naming your, your cat okay. after right. your favorite goalkeeper, right. of, you know, of the 70s and 80s Islanders, right? Mm -hmm. well, I'm talking about someone you actually know personally. Right. So how do I have to ask, uh, let me also ask the secondary <laughs> poll question. Ask it your way, because in my way, it's going to come back with a certain result. Yes. Ask it the way that you would like to ask it to frame it as an insult. Is it disrespectful to name a pet after someone you know personally? Uh, and the thing that I wanted to bring up here as it relates to this particular story, because uh, I, I'm i sort of stunned what I'm watching now. And we have a lot of NBA insiders, a lot of people being paid a lot of money. But I don't actually know how deep this hatred runs. And the place that all the details come out is when you're no longer the, the, afraid that the coach has power over you. So then all the stories get told. What are we going to hear about what he was doing in the coaching of the Milwaukee Bucks that makes them dance on his grave like that in what looked like a ceremony of ritual religious celebration because their coach after half a season doesn't have his job anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you he's probably going to get it, Chris Haynes. <laughs> But what are the details going to be? Do you understand what I'm saying? Lou Holtz has Whatever like... Whatever Dame wants him to be. <laughs> you think Dame is the, is the guy here? I, um... It's the Nassus. That's, that's the key to it all. That's the key to it all. Aren't you hearing rumors? As, I mean, as, who, as somebody who's like really close to the information of the NBA, yeah. aren't you super curious? This guy interviewed 14 times for yeah. this job and blew it in half a season. Dan, I guess because I know what that looks like. I, I'm familiar with how you can blow it in half a season. So I don't think it's, to be honest with you, I don't think it's anything egregious. So yesterday, David Sampson came on and was like, it must have been something so awful. I'm like, no, it's not. What is like, is this your first time in sports? Like, no, it's like, it's simple stuff. You walk in. I once had a player tell me, we lost, the, the, the coach lost us in the first huddle because when he held the clipboard, it was shaking like a spaghetti noodle. That's, that's what they said. I'm like, dude, players will give up on guys for any number of reasons. And it's just, can you keep their attention and their respect more than anything. Samson wants to let go of the reigning manager of the year. <laughs> For no reason. I would love Amin and Samson to argue. Samson's about to come on with us. I would love for you and him to argue about shit because I think I Samson's... I argued about it with him yesterday. 
I think Samson's labor are so anti-labor that his management perspective is out of touch with the modern employee in sports. Let's ask him and Adnan about movies instead. I agree with that. I want I want to rip apart whatever list they come up with. Shout out to Griffin Horst. Go bleep your. No, not again. Jesus. No, come on, man. Your, oh, what? Damn it. The Dan Libertard Show with Sugats is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Keeping things bottled up can feel like carrying a weight that gets heavier with time. Whether it's talking to a trusted friend, journaling, or seeking professional help, finding ways to let out your thoughts and feelings can bring relief and help you navigate challenges more effectively. Remember, it's okay to reach out for help when you need it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-L-B. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training. Just in time for summer and warmer days, spring's the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Challenge yourself. And Peloton's classes were made just for that, to challenge you. There's a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve what you already excel in. Plus, if you don't know which class to take to reach your fitness goals, guess what? You can join one of Peloton's many programs. Right now, I'm in a strength program with Andy and a core program with Emma. They're expert coaches like Andy and Emma, and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. With Peloton, you don't need to worry about driving to the gym, making it to class on time. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home whenever it fits your busy schedule. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Don Lebatard. Let's go to uh, 80. His Bo. name is Bo. <laughs> wow. I think Billy typed uh, an eight instead of a B. Five. It's a clear as day. Bo. All right. Two dollars. Two guts. Number eight. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's Chris Corner on the line. CC. Go ahead. This is the Don Lebatar show with the two guts. Well, I can't give you a countdown yet because Means presently watching the the trailer for Roadhouse. Can I finish it or should it I starts with I mean, Deep Rabbit Sherry? Chick Gyllenhaal, yeah. Two and a half minute. Two and a half minute. Like, no need to remake. You know it. what? I asked Lewis. You guys were talking about Roadhouse remake, and I was hoping that Lewis was running on what it is you were saying, and he told me he wasn't because video. And we've got Samson and <laughs> Adnan. Breaks. We've got Samson and Adnan here, and I want you guys to include them because their movie takes are a bit highfalutin. And I want you guys uh, to tell them how you feel about Roadhouse and the Roadhouse remake because I suspect Samson will hate everything about Roadhouse. Well, the trailer just dropped today, and there's a bit of news because there was a premiere, but the director boycotted the premiere because he felt betrayed by Amazon Prime. They promised him a theatrical release, according to this director, and it's premiering exclusively on Amazon Prime, so he's all heard about it. But I will say, kudos to you, director, because you you cut one hell of a trailer. I, I mean, Roadhouse is a very high standard of a of a brand to live up to. 
And Doug this, Liman is the director. He's one of my, I listen, Swingers, one of my all-time favorite movies. So I'm I'm pro Doug Liman. To Mike's point, it's very important to filmmakers to have the theatrical release. That's why Christopher Nolan was so furious with Warner Brothers. Left them, of course, made Oppenheimer with Universal. So I, I appreciate where he's coming from. I, I know David hasn't been in the movies as much, but you appreciate the theatrical experience as well. Yeah, I just don't know if directors actually cut the trailers. Uh, like some do. Totally Paul, Paul Tom business. Yeah, it generally is. Paul Thomas Anderson cuts his own trailers, but you're right. Generally, it's somebody else doing it. Well, either way, this director had a hand in something that is presenting pretty well because I saw that trailer being a fan of the original, think I'm being skeptical about the direction this one's going in. <laughs> and this one looks dope. I'm in. The trailer is his name Dalton in this one as well, or is it no, 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 it's a different. They okay. changed the name. If I may, Charlotte, Lucy, Billy, do you care at all about what we're talking about here? Roadhouse, the movie. <laughs> he didn't even turn his mic no, on. No, I mean, none, all of you are slumped in your chairs. Look, I'm worried about this segment in general. It's an older movie. I can't expect everybody to watch it, even classic. though it's a classic. It's a classic, though. Classic. It means right, yeah. There's a torn trachea. What's it about? There's a trachea that gets ripped Ooh. out. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze throwing amazing kicks. Yeah, that's I do like Patrick no, Swayze. You, you led with the trachea. No, you got to lead with it. It's a guy. He's the best bouncer in America. Apparently they have bouncer rankings, and so this this rich guy who buys this bar, it's a rowdy bar, he hires this dude from New York City to Missouri right. to come be the head bouncer at his bar. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll but, watch it. But there's a Yoda of bouncers yes. who teaches the greatest bouncer on the planet how to be a better bouncer. Are you guys messing with me? I'm dead serious. No, no, no. no. This is actually this a is Yoda movie. of bouncers, yes. And there's a yes. rich guy in the town named Brad Wesley who's a real asshole. <laughs> You've gotten rich for a long time all of these people. Like, uh, damn right. Is that and I'm going to get richer. Is that Ben Gazzara? This town. Is yes. That, is yes. That, okay. This nice. is a ben funny, This is a funny story. One of your favorites. Well, it's not one of... Uh, this this is my friend Boog Shambi insulted yes. in the street, uh, Ben Gazzara, because he shouted at Ben Gazzara as he walked by, hey, Ben Gazzara. And Ben Gazzara is like happy to be recognized and pointing back at him. And Boog goes, loved you in Roadhouse. And he was joking. Like, it, he was not, he was, he was trying to insult him. <laughs> and, and he did, because Roadhouse is terrible. Like, it's wonderful. What? It's wonderful. Watch what you're saying. But it's terrible. It's, if you saw it right now, Charlotte, Lucy, you'd think that everyone in this room is really dumb. No. Already think that a little bit. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's mean. Yeah, there's a, it's a big, dumb guy flick. And uh, it was of the of the time, and Patrick Swayze can fill out a pair of jeans. Is, oh. What was the what was the Patrick Swayze one where he the surfing? <laughs> what? Point, point break. break. Uh, point oh, break? No. I'll make it Are you really asking oh, that question? Charlotte, Mike, Mike is why, bleeding why, from his why, ears. Why, why, oh my goodness! I believe you. I can't <laughs> really. The remake, too. The, the remake, too. How did we hire her? Well, the remake was Fast and Furious. It just ripped off the formula. <laughs> I don't know hire? either. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Catherine Bigelow, yeah. <laughs> Academy Award winning Ring a bell. director. Uh, before. No. I'm pretty sure she won for that movie. <laughs> By the way, I mean, if, if, you break. if you love Roadhouse, yeah. Cinephobe episode 103. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, I, nice. I, I Sometimes I do these things on the air where I, I, I just wax poetic about these movies, and it's a, a bit that's, you know, performative. Not for Point Break. Point Break legitimately is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like top three. I love it, too. I was messing with you guys. Yeah. Uh. I uh I watched the new Mission Impossible the other day. Was it good? Oh. It's amazing. Yeah. I was like, why is everyone hating on this movie? Uh, Samson, Adnan. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. Oh, yeah. What, what's a, oh, yeah. the dueling top fives that we have today? 
Well, this week were the Oscar nominations, and we touched on it a little bit in the local hour, but I wanted to give my top five things from the nominations that made me happy, and Adnan wants to give you the top five things that made him angry. Mm. And Adnan is such an angry movie guy who wishes yeah. he had votes in all parts of the Academy. So he's just a bitter bastard at the moment. <laughs> but I left the nominations disappointed with a few things, but really happy about others. All right, per our custom with this segment, David, you take uh, pretty much the remainder of the segment, and Adnan rushes through his top five with 30 seconds left. The top five things that made me happy about the upcoming Academy Awards. Number five, Past Lives is a Best Picture nominee. I wish we had gotten a Best Actress nomination. I am very happy that people are going to watch this movie because you should. It's a movie about what happens when there's a chance that you could still be in love with someone who you used to know for a very short time, a very long time ago. Excellent film. Shout out to A24, number six on my top ten. Number four, Coleman Domingo is nominated for Best Actor. This is major. It's a movie called Rustin. It's a true story. He is an openly gay actor playing an openly gay part in a story that no one knows about. What went on behind the scenes with the March on Washington? Everyone assumes it was Martin Luther King. As a matter of fact, Rustin had almost everything to do with it. It was almost his show. And the fact that this actor was was recognized for the role he played, not since Ian McClellan, Gods and Monsters. It just doesn't happen often. So that made me happy. Excellent actor, excellent performance. The scene where Dr. King gives Rustin props and they're late in the film is, is as good as it gets from Domingo. Excellent. Number three, I am thrilled that Sterling K. Brown gets yeah. to go to the Oscars as a nominee. You may know him from This Is Us. I may know him from This Is Us. I am thrilled that he is getting props and acting. There were some people left out in supporting actor, including Willem Dafoe. But that said, having Sterling K. Brown there makes the entire award show worth watching for me, including Justin Hartley getting the post-CBS show, by the way, after the Super Bowl. It is a This Is Us revival. American Fiction, number four in my top ten. Really happy for Sterling K. Brown. Even happier for Jeffrey Wright. First ever Best Actor nomination for him. He's great in the movie as well. Is he better in that movie than Source Code? I would say yes. <laughs> number two. I am very happy that both Nyad actresses got recognized. There's a lot of problems in these categories. People are upset, but Jodie Foster and supporting actress from Stealing Home and The Accused, you know Jodie Foster. And then Annette Benning, my favorite, Warren Beatty's wife, but most importantly from Bugsy and all sorts nice. of unbelievable movies. Annette Benning, best actress. So Nyad is a movie you should see about a woman who's crazier than I am who kept trying to swim the English Channel and finally made it at an age that's older than even me and Levitard. Uh, wow. Forgive me for Perfectly decent movie. Not a great film, but the two nominations are definitely deserved, especially Jodie Foster. She's excellent as a very understated, supportive coach. All right, so these guys, they badly, badly want to live in this space where they just go back and forth on... on. They love this. They love this uh, so Dan, much. Dan, the list was humming. Yep. Uh, yeah. We're going to run out of time. Yeah. You can't preamble in the middle of it. The only reason I'm doing a preamble is how do we let Charlotte skate... On not knowing that. Dan, Dan, Dan. I've she seen was joking. Them. I've seen them. It was a troll. Because yeah, <laughs> naturally, you had your headset on. No one has missed this 90-second You don't get this show. She knows the Bodhi's Zappa. I mean, come on. Is a preamble in the middle just an amble? That's right. It is. You suck, Levitard. To the penalty box. Number one, David. 
The number one thing that makes me happy is Paul Giamatti not only was nominated for The Holdovers, my favorite movie of the year, but the son of the former commissioner, the one who suspended and got rid of banned Pete Rose. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is going to win, spoiler alert, his first Oscar as Best Actor in The Holdovers. And that was... I really hope he wins. It's his first ever Best Actor nomination. He was previously nominated for Cinderella Man in Supporting. As Amin knows, since he follows my Instagram, I met Paul Giamatti last Sunday at the Critics' Choice Awards, and he was awesome. We talked about Barney's version, win-win, which is two films I love. I, I, I did not mention A. Bartlett Giamatti. He does not want to talk about baseball. He does not want to talk about Pete Rose, but he's an awesome guy and one of my favorite actors. I couldn't agree more with Samson. I was elated that Paul Giamatti's nominated. I think Killian Murphy's still the favorite because everyone's seen Oppenheimer, and Oppenheimer's going to win Best Picture and Best Director. But if the SAG Award goes to Giamatti, I'm with David. I think Paul might have the edge. I, I was elated. I love Paul Giamatti. We and then I'm just curious from the Critics' Choice Awards, when you chose which selfies to post, we talked about this on the show last week, and yeah. I'm just curious, did you think that photo with you and De Niro was a good photo or did you realize that he did not want any part of no, it? No, what happened is Ben Lyons says to me, here's your De Niro moment. Bob was walking out and I said, I've got one moment here just to say, hey, Bob, how are you? And he shook my hand and that was it. So that was not a stage photo. That was Ben capturing an action shot. If you took it a few frames previous, you would have seen the warm smile on his face. It was a wonderful moment. <laughs> a record two minutes left for Adnan's top five. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. All right, number five biggest snub. Still, a Michael J. Fox movie not nominated for oh, Best wow. Documentary. Wow. I haven't seen all the docs yet, but this is the documentary most people have seen. Michael, I can't believe sunning an asshole right now. Uh, I can't believe that Michael I J. Fox and, huh? and uh, Davis Guggenheim, who directed it, did an Inconvenient Truth, was not recognized, at least as a nominee, surprising. Yeah. Number four, Margot Robbie snub for Best Actress. I didn't love Barbie, okay? I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I see nominations for production design, et cetera, after I saw it. Screenplay, sure. But I didn't say to myself, this film should win Best Picture. But if you're going to nominate for Best Picture, how the hell do you not nominate the woman playing Barbie? Margot Robbie, I know, still gets credit as a producer. But to nominate Barbie herself is ridiculous. The biggest number snub was Greta Gerwig, not Margot no, Robbie. I have no issue with that because number three is Alexander Payne should have been nominated for Best Director, not Greta Gerwig. That's my number three. Uh, I like the fact they included some other names. Jonathan Glazer's A Zone of Interest, Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall, two excellent films, two foreign films. So I like the fact he gets some more names in there. Gerwig gets enough love because she's nominated for screenplay. Payne should have been nominated. He didn't write the script for The Holdovers. He should have been nominated for Best Director. He got snubbed. Number two, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, not nominated. How do you have a movie? The Killers of the Flower Moon got 10 Oscar nominations, but the best actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, misses out. So apparently everything was great about it except for DiCaprio. It gets a Best Supporting Actor nomination for De Niro, his first in 12 years. It gets a Best Actress nomination for Lily Gladstone. Marty's nominated for Director, but apparently it, it acted itself. DiCaprio, not necessary for Best Actor. Ridiculous. And number one biggest snub, no Martin Scorsese for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, Jesus Christ already. Absolute no. outrage. Now, here's the good news. Ten seconds? Fine. Scorsese becomes the most nominated living director today. More Academy Award nominations than Steven Spielberg. But to not be nominated for the screenplay, they adapted David Grant's book. He and Eric Roth. Originally, DiCaprio was going to play the FBI agent. He goes, actually, no, I want to play his nephew. They rewrite the entire script. They're telling the story. The ocean. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Howdy, listeners. It's Mike, and you know, a lot has changed over the years. Just look at sports. There's instant replay, a three-point line, there were shifts and then not shifts. 
But one thing that hasn't changed over the course of all those things I just mentioned, the great taste of Miller Lite. That's right. It's so good. And it's also less filling. So what's the best thing about Miller Lite, the original light beer? Well, Miller Lite sparked this debate way back in 1975. We still haven't settled it. Be like me. I don't pick one. I like it because it's both. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It's a beer that strips away everything that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Be like me. Say both. Miller Lite. Great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer.